Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Welcome back. I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this week we'll continue, conclude our conversation about... Uh, season one of Deep Space Nine, we had a vibrant discussion uh, and some surprises in that discussion. Uh, <laughs> some people like Julian in season one. I don't know. I think you do have to omit the part where he t- tells Kira that he finds it fascinating that she's a uh, uncivilized pe- person. So, so I tend to multitask when I sure because I just I don't do TV in general. Sure. So whenever I do TV, like I got to do a little bit more too, and yeah. I think I end up missing some of the things. And that makes Julian a lot. Uh, more likable. If you, if you miss <laughs> yeah. a third of what he says, he's kind of a little imp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <coughs> what 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 do you guys have? Big thought wise. I have a question. Yes. What's the cultural significance of the headband hat thing that the Frankies wear? Um, I think it's more functional than anything else. What it, does it function as? Uh, like just covering for that patch of skin since like you know we normally have hair. To, mm, I see, I see, I see. Um, Warmth or something. Yeah, I mean, a Ferengi will eventually join Starfleet. I'm not gonna tell you who. <laughs> and uh, he Nog. will get. Yeah! 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 Oh, I'm so proud of him. <laughs> he did- he's he's good- a boy. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a You're a good boy, dog. <laughs> Even his uncle thinks so. Yeah. Like, you're a good boy, Nog. Yeah. And he gets sort of the wharf dispensation in his uniform to wear a Starfleet version of oh. the, the headband behind him. That's love. awesome. That's so, love. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they've ever said that there's like a cultural significance. Because some Ferengis wear it, some don't. Quark does right. not wear it. I kind of figure it was like a hat. Yeah, a I think it's more fashion than yeah. than. than cultural significance. Yeah. Like the Bajoran ears right. adorns the paw. Um, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Okay. Keep uh, there's, there's, I know there's so much, so about much I, can, like, I can go deep. <laughs> I, like, I fucking love the school, like that whole thing. Yep. Um, I was like, yeah. I was cheering for Keiko. Cause like as soon as, okay, cause I really like Miles O'Brien and uh, this show, I really, we haven't even talked about O'Brien I know, much at all. Like, it just, God, just the, the whole, like, I'm the only one here to fix things. God damn it. The kind yeah. of vibe he has. And then like the, when they was fighting with Keiko, I was like, don't break my babies up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, God, this is the first time we get to really meet his daughter. Mm-hmm. She is fucking adorable. Babies must survive. In this rewatch, I had a thought that, you know, like in, in the past, I thought, oh, the, the kid who plays Molly O'Brien is like, a kid actor, and I was never terribly impressed. But now that I've spent more time with two and four year olds, my niece and nephew, I'm like, nah, she understood the assignment and delivered <laughs> yeah. the role. It's like, yeah. I'm supposed to be cute and baby? Yeah. Give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Keiko in the school, like, and, and like getting to watch how that would develop on a space station, because like yeah. we get to see her start it, and we get to see her like making headways into like, uh, the, the space station, the deep space nine. Yeah, I, I love, love that, that as a whole character. Oh, yeah. I want to go there. Fuck Harry Potter world. I want to go to Space Nine. <laughs> it, for several years in Vegas, they had a, a Star Trek attraction 
uh, and it, it had the promenade, and you could eat at Quarks. And I went there. I had I had Kira hot wings at at, at Quarks, and it was it was a very nice moment oh for me. God. That's where he would have insisted we got married. Because they had at a re- the... recreation of the Enter- Enterprise D bridge. As yeah, well. he was like we should, but he was like, but they don't have. They it closed by so the time we met. Yeah, yeah. It was sad. <laughs> I anyway. Apparently, <laughs> if you tell me that there's just a space mall <laughs> that I that I could live at, that's where I that's where my heart is at all times. It's we, just essentially I want to I want to run the space hot topic. <laughs> like I I want like a like just have to be next to quarks, there but maybe a, a viewing of tor- quarks yeah. and just be like, yeah, I. There's a bit of Garrick in you, I guess. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, when he came up to Julian, I yeah. was straight up like, oh, that boy wants some. <laughs> and he did. Uh, and he was like, I met a spy. No, you didn't. You met a queer person. I also love <laughs> hating thing. on you. Same and he thought thing. we might have been the same thing. <laughs> I love how dumb Julian is in that moment because he's like, I think you need a new suit. You should come to get your new suit at exactly this time. Wink, wink. wink. And he's like, but I don't need a new suit. (laughs) What's wrong with this uniform? It supplies my uniforms. (laughs) He also gave you, like, a time was like at 11.30 at night. Why would he ask you to come try on a suit at 11.30? Exactly, 21.55. He literally thought Garrick was trying to dress him. (laughs) Which he was. He he probably wanted to. But I... It took me a second too. <laughs> I was like, it's the, is it "Where's the, the suit coming?" It's the It's the touch of the tizzle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, "The suit? Oh, the suit? The suit?" <laughs> I think it was Move Along Home too. Uh, so you may not have seen it, Z, where they're getting ready to meet this contingent from the Gamma Quadrant, and Julian doesn't have his dress uniform, and he's yes. fretting about it, like, "I thought I packed it. I thought I packed it." Like. Dude, you have a tailor <laughs> all in the building that wants to lick your face. I think you can get a new one. Not exclusive to his face, but yeah. 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 Garrick already has, in case Julian comes in. Yeah. Oh, he's already eyed him and taken yeah. his measurements. Oh, yeah. And has a dummy in the back of exactly his proportions. <laughs> Andrew Robinson, who plays Garrick, uh, eventually ended up writing a whole novel about Garrick that got published and it's all just a letter to Julian. <laughs> yes! No. Yes. That's what's so serious? Gr- yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Armin Shimmerman wrote a Quark novel as well. They, oh like, the Deep Space Nine crew is a, is a cool crowd. That's cool. Yeah. Oh my god. See, like, I would be way more into Julian if it turned out it's like him and Garrick get together. I'd be like, alright, I'm watching that. Alright. Like, that would be an interesting, like, coming out of the closet. To hear. That would be his fuckboyness. <laughs> Julian has strong buy vibes, though. Oh yeah, chaos buy for sure. Yeah. 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 I just want him to be a little... I want him to discover that and be less yeah. fuckboy, because right now he's doing the thing mm-hmm. I did in high school, which is being aggressively straight. <laughs> yeah. In a very cringe way. <laughs> I've never been aggressively straight. I can't relate. <laughs> I've always been a little it's weird and a little queer. Ugly. So don't. Yeah. No. I will. I was like. Mm, I don't want to relieve these memories. Okay. Even even when I was appeared straight, mm-hmm. I was still real gay. Hey, <laughs> that didn't stop me from being in love with my best friend, but I did not admit that. <laughs> You're not supposed to, Gary. He's free. It, 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 he knows exactly who he is. Yeah. So one of the things that I actually really enjoyed about 
just the experience of watching this first season was that I have have a hard time as much as I am very anti-capitalist sometimes I have a hard time picturing how the Star Trek world works Mm. that's what this show is great at yes and now I get to see like the cultures that aren't are still in some type of mercantilism or whatever or or just straight up capitalism like the Ferengi seem to be getting to see how that meshes like and now I can see more of how the Federation actually works inside of that yeah Yeah, and part of it's like because this is where all the other shows so far have been Navy shows right like we're filming on a boat now the boat may be in space but it's still a boat yeah. Like, 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 it's very command yeah. structure. Everyone's yeah. an ensign or some other title. Now we get to see the port. The mm-hmm. port, it's mm-hmm. it, more than that. I mean, it's a western town. Yeah, it's so a western the, frontier you've town. You've got the schoolhouse. You've yeah. got the, the, uh, the saloon. This is like mm-hmm. the river yeah. town where they get a lot of shipment in. The sheriff. Or the town, or the, yeah. the, the train station town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, oh, yeah, yeah, literally constable. So you have the yeah. sheriff and all that. Yeah, no, exactly. So now I'm like, okay, this is heavy western cowboy style show and um yeah i i just i'm like i said uh i think last episode i've had to re-watch things because i stopped paying attention to the plot and i was just looking at like background stuff or like what the fuck are the friends doing now like what are they putting up is that a sign are we gonna open up a new shop is that a new shop like i'm like literally trying to like get up out of my seat to see the tv better Mm -hmm. like i'm so into it (laughs) I in the I think it's the original series, right? In the the opening, it's like the last frontier or whatever. The yeah. final frontier. The yeah. final yeah. frontier. Yeah. Um, I always skip the it, it, every yeah. show I watch, so I. That, it's it, it's like okay, this will skip. It's like exactly seventy five seconds. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I don't have to watch. Yeah, that that concept was always cool. Like, yeah, they're exploring new things, like things we haven't seen before. But mm-hmm. this, I feel like, is the cool parts of like Western. Mm-hmm. books and movies and stuff like it's it's, it's great like the frontier ethos, is cool but, but it's not all the sort of nasty mm-hmm. uh western like i say western with a capital w the mm-hmm. toxic masculinity of it all right the the um the white kind of like like privilege. manifest destiny yeah 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 the the, the white savior sort of thing mm-hmm. we're here to civilize and that yeah. sort of thing yeah like that, now that it's bullshit. The town, and you're like, okay, now we have to learn how to live together. Yeah, these are the people that are like on the ground, you know, right? Not, yeah. not on the ground, but they're on the ground. No, sure. <laughs> yeah, they live in the town, and it's not like, oh, we're gonna disappear in the next three months after we get things set up here. It's like, no, we live here. Mm-hmm. There, we we have to start establishing bonds and roots and friendships and relationships, or else we're not gonna survive. Yeah, I think thing. that might be one of the things that maybe lends to like this D Space Nine being a little bit more serial, I guess, mm-hmm. because like on a ship, like every week is a whole we're new going, world. We're going like, to a new yeah. place, yeah. And now like, we'll forget it in a week. Yeah. 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 Eris, yeah. you'll be delighted. The uh, the directory for the promenade, mm-hmm. it, I've posted to our Discord channel the, oh the promenade God. directory as it appeared on the show. Oh my God. And all the various businesses that were there. There's the Klingon Deli and the Klingon Consulate and Garrick's Clothiers. And uh, and then some just Easter egg stuff like Spacely Sprockets is in there and Quark's uh, Bar, yeah, uh, the Bonsai Institute. What are your big thoughts? We haven't been hearing from you. Um, I have several about this show. Like you know, um, yeah. I don't love it as much as Mac does. 
Few um, love it as much as I do. That's fair. Eris is, is opening up strong <laughs> yeah. to get there, uh-huh. but uh, I'm, co- I'm coming for I'm yeah. second place. I'm, I'm heading for your first. On, on, the few, on, on the few jaunts I play Star Trek online, I just hang around Deep Space Nine, and there's only like two missions there. Like once you finish that, you're just you're just kind of there, and I'm like, hey, I'll play Dabo for the next day. <laughs> My and I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm starting to piece together bits of what I don't like about it. Um, I don't like the religion-y bits. Mm. Um, I don't mm-hmm. like the Cisco as Messiah bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't like some of those mystical stuff. Like, I like those things in certain contexts, but for some reason I don't like it when the religion interferes with my Star Trek. I don't know. But I love the... The politics of it, mm-hmm. and like you talked about, kind of like what is this world that's going on outside of the Federation? Like, there's so many more species and yeah. people just living their lives out there in space. Like, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Um, so I love watching that. I love so like Cisco actually ends up being my least favorite character in all of this, mm-hmm. um, and. He sometimes grows on me, but throughout the whole show, I think he's always my least favorite character. But I also feel like I don't have anything in common with him. Mm-hmm. I hate baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, not Agreed. super fond of Cajun food. Um, he's He's got an intensity that kind of turns me off. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why that is. Like, there, there's something about him... That I just, I don't know. He's not my captain. That's yeah. okay, though. Um, but... Is it because he doesn't like Picard? That might be it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he yelled his face, Daddy, and now I hate him. I don't know. Um, Cisco <laughs> has a very... Um, like, I like... Like, I could probably work with the guy, but he's very like, oh, you're really straight. <laughs> like, I'm not sure you would understand my queer culture references. You're, like, real straight. And what's funny to me is Avery Brooks, the actor, is also a weird dude. Like He's eccentric. He's eccentric. And it shows in some of his acting. Like, there are going to be episodes later on where he is acting. <laughs> and it's so... He's just being him, it seems like, at that point. He's <laughs> semi-retired now, but the last thing I think I ever saw him in was Shatner did a, a movie of where he interviewed all the other people that played captains, and mm-hmm. it's okay. But all of Avery Brooks' sequences, he's sitting at a piano and only answering in song. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a delight. <laughs> I oh, no. love the sound of that. Yeah. <laughs> And Shatner does not understand what to do with this. He's like, I, I'm too, I'm too, I'm too normcore for this. So I don't like Cisco as Space Jesus, but right. I do like the sort of intersection of how Bajor's religion mm-hmm. is also becoming their politics. Yeah, and like I mean with. Uh, Vedic win coming up and, you know, going all space Hitler on us and like, yeah. <laughs> try, like, like, I, and I love it when she, when she's talking to the, the Bajoran lady who was like O'Brien's assistant for a little yeah, while yeah. and she's like, oh, well, you know, like I'm going to get caught and she's like, well, if that's what the prophets want, I'm like, oh, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's I, like, it's not my fault the prophets say you got to die. Like, or be I, executed. I really, <laughs> I really liked the, I really like when we get to see the different cultures of Star mm-hmm. Trek, you guys know that's my jam. Um, 
But I really, once, like, Evil Pope Lady got into the mix, I wasn't a fan anymore. So I, I mm. kind of see what you're saying with that. Yeah, and I, so I wrote down, when did I write it down? Hold about the thought. We do have Bajor. to hit a commercial okay. break. And I, I want to talk down. more about Bajor religion. Yes. Hold the thought, and we'll get I there, will. and we'll go to commercial break! Hey, do you guys need 100 ghosts of these self-sealing stem bolts? We got them! We got them here in the LJ Consortium! Do you guys need a whole, like, a whole, like, ton of flour? For some reason, we got that ground wheat, guys. It's primo. Do you like yamak sauce? Do you like yamak sauce? Be like, we make all sorts of trades. You want your kai? You got with this? You think, well, it's fine. We'll trade anything over here. We've overbought, and we're passing the savings on to you. <laughs> on to you! Messages of social enlightenment. Black Lives Matter. Ooh, yeah, com- competition. Yeah. Water is life. Oh, no. Stop being Be nice to people. <laughs> I need another dose of Prozac, guys. <laughs> I don't think I'm feeling well. Take your meds. Take my meds. <laughs> I gotta take my excuse me. Go to therapy. <laughs> yep. Definitely go to therapy. Definitely go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Even if you think you don't need it, that's when you need it the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You should still go. I don't know if you need it the most. I mean, you're in crisis. That's when you need it the most. (laughs) Go to a therapist. Let the therapist tell you that you don't need a therapist. Yeah. 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 Or the therapist be like, wow, you fucked up. (laughs) Also, audition your therapist a little bit. Yeah. You know, there are some therapists that that aren't coming, even even if it's not a bad faith position that they're Mm. coming from, they just might not be the right fit. They may not be what you need. Right. You can fire your therapist. Yeah. yeah. They're not your mom. Yeah, if you're... You if can you're, fire your mom, too. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's a little messier that way, but, yeah. I mean, yeah. They, they still have the title, but you just don't send them any work. Right. Any other message of social enlightenment? <laughs> nope. If you enjoy the noises that come from our bodies, then you might uh, also enjoy the other fine podcasts at PartyApocalypse.com, including... Disorganized, a Criminal Minds podcast. Starring Z, Laura, Eris, and no one else. <laughs> it's <And> great. <laughs> there are, is also Beyond the Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show, Donna and Kenzie, and me, who is not a friend of the show. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> and I'm also, an enemy of the show now. <laughs> full runs also of uh, Friendables, two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter, uh, As the Myth Turns, and The Fourth Wall. There are also books, blogs, movie reviews, and nothing else at partyapocalypse.com for all your entertainment needs. Eris, do you have anything to plug? Nope! Z! Yeah, I have a TikTok at underscore it's just Z underscore. Love of my life, do you have anything to plug? Nope. Alright, then with that, we'll go back to our episode. I have a very dumb analogy Mm. for all of the Star Treks Mm -hmm. as as individual series. Mm -hmm. So I've got these three aunts, right? And as a kid... (laughs) You understand we're not going to have that content. (laughs) No, but but I feel like you might be able to relate. When When you have family members, you've always got the one who, like, at Christmas gives, like, the shittiest, like, most thoughtless gifts. Mm-hmm. Like, I had this one aunt for, like, five years gave all of the grandkids, like, uh, silver dollars for Christmas. That's dope as hell. You can make money out of that. We were 15. <laughs> <laughs> this was 15 to 20. We got silver dollars. Mm-hmm. And then I had this other one who would, like, every year give us candy and cash. And we were like, yeah, that's good shit. 
And then we have other one who like just busts out Christmas every year, like kicks ass. And to me, the original series is that one aunt or that un- uncle or whoever that gives you like the most thoughtless gift. That's like, I found this um, in like the bottom of the change quarter, like whatever. And then the next Not generation yet. is the one that always gives you like, like good stuff. You're like, hey, like it's the same thing every year, yeah. but I know it's good shit. And yeah. then Deep Space Nine is the one that goes all out every year that you're like, this is my jam. Like yeah. you haven't yeah. even begun yet. Like, no, but I can see it coming. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 And, you know, people dump on Deep Space Nine. Like, what? there are Star Trek fans who are like, they don't, they're not on a ship. They're not tricking anywhere, much are, less to a star. Are <laughs> these the people that love Voyager? Possibly. Okay. Um, it sounds like military bootlickers, yeah. Uh, they, they complain, oh, they don't even have a starship. What do they do? They get their own starship later on. They're still complaining. Oh, it's not enough like TNG. A TNG cast member becomes a regular on the show. Oh, well, you know, it's just, it's just too dark. Fuck you. You can't call the show with a black lead too dark and not be a racist. I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. I would say I'm Odo up in this piece. Yeah. Like, honestly, it's, like, dark. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of politics, but it's relatively lighthearted. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. they literally made an episode in the first season poking fun at themselves with the whole, like, uh, space opera, Dramatis Persona. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. all of a sudden, it, tur- it turns into, like, really bad. It was not uh, on the list, but... Yeah. So, oh, soap opera. Yeah. Mm. They, um, they go into all their worst... It's almost like the writers clearing out all their bad ideas for the season. Right. But it was <laughs> all alien like, okay, mind control but like, thing. But what if it was, yeah, like, melodrama, like, and Kira's, like, the femme fatale bad guy, like, I'll stab you in the back. What it was was you. a Mirror Universe episode without the Mirror Universe. Yeah. We're gonna go to the Mirror Universe next season. Woo! Woo! Cisco was, like, an insane clockmaker. He was just like, I just want to go and make my, my little gadgets. <laughs> Gadget. He's gonna lean into that vibe again later on. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, a little he bit. Does. He he spends a couple of weeks needing some alone time. Uh. Yeah, not in uh, not not in a sexual way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like he's like really into clocks. No, no, more, <laughs> more in that he's just having a psychotic break sort of thing. Been there. I can't relate. Doesn't have a psychotic break. Is he really doing his job? It's fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, like lighthearted. You they do straight up comedy episodes. They they'll explain the Roswell aliens conclusively at one point. <laughs> they they, they, that's your favorite episode. They do a that is one of my favorites. They yeah. do an original series episode. They do an original <laughs> they, they, series they, episode. Like, they like, they're like, oh wait, that's the Enterprise. Oh wait, we we're not supposed to be here. And it turns out they just Forrest Gump their way through the Trouble of Tribbles episode. <laughs> and it's hilarious because then it explains a few things about things that happened yeah, yeah, in some weird stuff. the original series episode. And you're like, oh, because now when I watch the original series episode, I'm like, oh, that's happening because this happened on DS9. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty good. They do a baseball episode, which I think you'll all enjoy, even if you don't like baseball. Yeah. Uh, they will do an Ocean's Eleven homage yes. and not the Ocean's Eleven you're thinking of because that one didn't come out until after the show was over. Yeah. <laughs> I've not seen any of the ocean. <laughs> it's just they do a heist. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do a, a, a but like original. a classy '60s heist too. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, they do a James Bond movie oh at one point. God. Like honest Yay. to God, to the point where United Artists had to write them a letter like, "Don't do that again, please." <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was too close. We were left off on a top discussion of religion and stuff. Yes. Oh yeah. I I ended all of my notes for this season on a basic question that I realized in the last. Uh, uh, episode. Um, I think Bajor is space Oklahoma. 
<laughs> it is a place with people with differing ideas on things mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, like people who want to live free and, you know, do their thing um, and don't want a whole lot of interference, even from their own government, mm-hmm. um, but definitely not a foreign government. Mm-hmm. And uh, they want to argue a lot about religion and make laws about their religion. Yeah. And I, so the whole time I'm like, oh my God, it's Oklahoma. And if, you, if you've never lived here, I'm assuming that our podcast has an international reach. <laughs> um, and, you know, so if you're not from here, it's really hard to express what it's like to live here. Yeah. Um, but Also, if you're not from here, don't visit. I, no, it's yeah, not good. No, it's not don't, safe. don't come here. Yeah. No, no. It's actively dangerous, probably. If you're you. if you're yeah. not a straight white dude, you probably shouldn't be here. I'm a straight white dude, and, <laughs> and he doesn't want me yeah. here. <laughs> Speaking as a representative of the Straight White Guy Association, uh, it's not good. <laughs> it's still bad. It's worse for everyone else. <laughs> so it's it's interesting to me how I, when I realized that I was like, oh god, it's space Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, I, I I always thought that the religion of the Bajorans is interesting. Because it goes beyond just blind faith, there is literally something they can point. Like if there was, yeah, if there was some robed, bearded white man in the sky that we could point to, then we have the discussion of, oh, is he God or is he something else? Mm -hmm. Where they have, like, they they clearly have the prophets or the wormhole aliens and the orbs that have a mystical quality to them that can be explained by science. And that, so I, I always thought that was interesting. It, it's hard to, it's hard to be a pure atheist in the Bajoran religion. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, right. the gods exist. We just don't know if they're particularly interested in us. Yeah, right. We're getting deep into the last episode of the season. Yeah. I do like religionist politics. Like I like mm-hmm. the angle they were going for, but like, it riled me up. And I think it was supposed to rile me up because I'm like, the the main issue is not that the religion exists or anything. The main issue is that you have. Um, the uh, whatever win lady, I who's hate her so much. who's like, there's so only much. one religion and everyone needs to worship it. Mm. Like it's like, oh, it's it's and they need to worship it like I do. Like yeah. I do, yeah. yeah. Like Kate, because like even Keiko said, like I'm not discounting the fact that Majorans use this information as yeah. part of the religion. And then she's like, well, unless you teach it like you're a priest, that I won't let you have school at all. Mm. Is is really what the argument that the win lady was saying. But that's even the bad faith argument. She went there to start shit to oh, draw yeah, out no. her rival so no, that she, he could get fucking shot. That, that mm-hmm. was that was the official thing. Yeah. The unofficial thing was that I need to assassinate this motherfucker, and this yeah. is the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Not a great look for your religion, lady. Um, the Bajoran yeah. religion offered hope to people that were legitimately hopeless. Win can just get fucked. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. for sure. Like she, like. Mm, mm, mm. I don't yeah. like that woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I completely understand why she was trying to get the other guy assassinated. So the other guy seemed like he was like, yeah, no, this is legitimately like just yeah. do good things for good people. And it's, yeah. you it's know, annoying kinda... how you went from like Kaiopaka, who is just this sweet lady who. Grandma. Yes. She's just this grandma type figure, wants to take care of people, wants her people to be taken care of. And yeah. like, she's like, you know, right. this is our place. And it, she's a little bit up here. In the mystical, yes. But she didn't mean anybody any harm. Right. You went from the Dalai Lama to Pat Robertson. Yes. And that is is a steep drop. (laughs) That's a steep ass drop. Not for sure. Um, Yeah, no. I'm interested in You could have had a bad bitch. (laughs) Not Camille. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm not wild about Commander Sisko 
I, being Bajoran Jesus. Yeah. Because it like <laughs> Starfleet's definitely not a fan. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. okay, no, I'm like, this, like, yeah, this seems to cause like this is like actively what we're trying to not do yeah. here. <laughs> he is uncomfortable with it until the point he becomes way, way too comfortable with it, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it, it it got me like I was so uncomfortable with it. That it knocked me out of the episode, and I was like, "Why are the writers doing this?" <laughs> like had, you, like yeah. the episode, because I'm talking about mostly yeah. the first episode or the first two episode now. Where like this is a perfectly good episode without that shenanigans in there. Mm-hmm. They could have still gone through the wormhole. Yeah. They still could have found alien things or whatever. You didn't like be, the only reason he went up there is because the Dalai Lama said, "You're going to be our Jesus." <laughs> Go up and do the thing and do the thing with the alien temple gods. And I'm like, why are you talking to him? <laughs> like, why the fuck are you talking to him? They introduced Kaiopaka as yeah. l- entirely hermetic, yeah. lives in seclusion, <laughs> literally never leaves her monastery. And so he's like, well, that sounds like a person I gotta go harass. <laughs> he has his reasons and he doesn't even understand them yet. That's what Gross. I'm saying. Mm. Um, you should always understand your fucking reasons. <laughs> well, no, because he hasn't been told them. Okay. Yeah. He can't figure out his own reasons? The prophet... Well, he will eventually. <laughs> the, the the prophets have not revealed themselves fully. Mm. Yeah. I'm just... I'm but yes, that, I, I agree. Yeah. Like, I that, that episode is not my jam. And it's... It was such a weird, like kind of bookend for this season because it like starts out that way and it ends right. on that there's very there's a few references to him at, but like not I was many references in between so happy when they let it go so the yeah. fact that they brought it back up i was just oh, like it's gonna, it's gonna be oh a it's thing. a thing it's a thing and i think that's what really kind that of next to my julian feels that's what turns me off of the show like i love the rest of the bits like if I'm, it's cool. <laughs> I had a chair malfunction. If if I'm allowed to gush for a minute, where like I think the best episode of this season was actually duet, mm. uh, when the Cardassian that had gotten the yeah. reconstructive surgery to mm-hmm. pretend to be someone else because he's like he wasn't even that actively involved in what happened, but he was so upset with the way the Cardassians treated the yes. Bajorans that he's like, I need to make an example out of us. Like, right. they need to know that what we've For done the good is wrong. Of my country. Like, that was a really good episode mm. and I loved that. I yeah. loved, like, because Kira is angry. Mm-hmm. She's ready right. to murder this guy him, herself. Yeah. And then she she's like, wait, no, it's really, it's not. And that's her arc for this season. Yes. Is, is letting go of that hatred and not in a way where, oh, I'm just going to become a complete sap right. for mm-hmm. anybody that comes down the pike. It's I've got, like, I can't be fighting a war that's over. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But not every Bajoran is the same way because that other guy comes up, right, stabs yeah. him right in the fucking gut. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he learns, thinks like, he's fine because he's like, oh, he said it. He, I'm just like, oh. I mean, like, he's Cardassian. That's enough for me. And she she realizes, like, I mean, because I, I like that that came after Progress because Progress, I think, was my favorite episode. Mm-hmm. And um, was she, like, trying to get that guy to evacuate? Yeah. Where she realizes, because yeah. all of a sudden she's like, I'm not the Cardassians. I could be doing this worse, but all of a sudden, I'm the person in the uniform telling this old man how to live his life and what to do and to, like, literally uproot him from the life he built for himself. And she, like, really struggles with that. I like that this whole season has been Kira learning what to let go, when to let go, and how to focus not letting... Like, like she still... And when when not to let go. Like, no, this is a fight. 
I came to fight. Like, before she was just used to kind of going off in uh-huh. an area, and now she's, like, directing yeah. her energy to a very specific purpose. Yeah. Secondary canon. It doesn't actually end up happening in the show, so it's not really a spoiler. She ends up becoming uh, a priest. With oh, wow. Like, she mm. lets go of the uniform and... and uh, yeah. And, and joins, like... So she's, like, a Vedic? She's a Vedic, yeah. Uh-huh. In some of the books. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. I can see the humanitarian aspect of it. Because, like, yeah. she's really... Because, re- like... And also trying to come She's Starfleet, but herself. she's not Starfleet. Yeah. Like, she's... she. I mean, she's very quick to take off the uniform and be like, no, I just need to help this guy. Yeah. You, you figure out a way to keep me having career and getting a paycheck. Mm-hmm. We are running short on time. Does anybody else have big remaining thoughts... On Deep Space Nine season one, a season that is just a little egg in the magnificent hawk that's about to launch. <laughs> that was a weird way to put that. Was. I want, I want to live there. I want to live I, in Deep Space I, Nine. I des- I, I, I've always wanted to live there. I, I want to live there, but as a teenager, so that me, Nog, and Jake could get into trouble. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Excellent choice. Yeah. Like I kind of like it when that that. Little not little girl, that teenage mm-hmm. Bajoran ladies on the on the sh- mm-hmm. on the station, and and he throws oatmeal just... and Jake in Odo's bucket. Yeah, she's like the leader of her people, but then they're in this food fight later, and they're yeah. like, but I'm lots of fourteen, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Nog's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, they they seem fun. The Ferengi are easily my favorite group. Yeah, I think I, I like them of this. Mm-hmm. We haven't quite seen Rom in his full Rominess yet, um, because he's just sort of this background character for a little while, and then when the Nagus comes, he's see a yeah. little bit more of. But the what he eventually turns out to be once they once he kicks into what that character actually is, it's just comedic He's gold. maybe the, the most purely comedic character of all of Deep Space Nine, yeah. but that is not, like, he's not a clown. No, no. Uh, or a fool. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just is, he, he's my he's, he's my little guy, and he, <laughs> he just, he has love in his heart, and he doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> he supports his son. Yeah. And I, there's a time when you're, you're gonna meet uh, Quark and Rom's mom, and it's so hilarious. Oh my god. And you definitely yeah, see where like, they come from. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the only information we have about Rom right now is that he might be a little dumb (laughs) and also that he's kind-hearted in a way that Quark (laughs) finds very unprofitable yes and and that's eventually what you'll see but you'll see that Quark loves his brother yeah yeah He's just like, I want you to do better. And and Rom's like, I am trying to do better. He's like, that's the problem. You're being I, too nice. I, I love their, their sibling interaction because, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just the way that I grew up because I grew up real crunchy. But, like, you threaten your siblings. Like, you, you, you threaten them with harm. You you, you say you're going to kill them. Like, it's but what you do. But when harm comes in, they... Wait. Then we're getting right. That's mine. We're you don't harm that. Arm. That's mine to yeah. harm. Yeah. Nobody hits my little brother. Well, yeah, exactly. When, exactly. when uh, he was plotting with that other guy against Quark as uh-huh. Vegas, and afterward Quark was like, "So you were gonna you were gonna try to kill me, huh? This is this is what was gonna happen." And you know, Rom's like, "Sorry" or whatever, and he was like, "I didn't think you had it in you." Like yeah. he was like yeah. really proud of him in that moment. Growing <laughs> up, yeah. I'm gonna call mom. I feel like I feel like. The first time me and my siblings got into a fist fight and I hit one of my older siblings back, like it was my my eldest, and he was just kind of like, okay. Don't fuck with Zeno. Yeah. <laughs> we are at the end of time. 
Last thoughts. Last thoughts. Mm. Thumbs up. We're liking this show. Mm-hmm. I love this show. And I want to so start excited. a public library. I, I <laughs> don't. Dante's face behind. Yeah! Yes! Yes! Let's do that shit! you <laughs> like, we got your actual books. We got your digital books. We got your audio books. Got your hologram books. You need to start a movie theater on... <gasps> Follow <Yes! laughs> How many people are on that space station? Not many. Uh... I mean, population varies depending on the traffic right, going through, right. but like crew, only a couple hundred. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Okay. Because I, I kind of think it was like college town, like at its mm-hmm. peak, it can handle this many, yeah. but generally speaking. But if business. you get the right attractions going on up there, then you can yeah. have people from Bejor coming up oh, like, yeah. oh, we're, yeah. we're coming up here just to go to the movie theater. I, just like to go the space shopping football. For books. Bejor and Mel Gibson's Passion of the Emissary. Sure. We're <laughs> <laughs> just, no. just don't fuck with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Kai Wynn buys out every show in. Yeah. <laughs> drag Queen Story Hour for the little kid. Like, Keiko! Yeah. Yeah. That, that sounds good. I want that. Anyway, next time... Just me and Garrick will be like, not the only queers on this ship. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what are we doing next time? Are we are we jumping yeah, back shit. to... What are we doing? We're doing TNG Season 6. Okay. Five lights, but really four. A, fist, a fistful of datas, two Rikers, and a Q and Picard in bed. Yeah! <laughs> I spent some time writing that one. I was like, five, four, three, two, and then one. <laughs> Yay. It'll be a lot of fun. And so we'll see you for then next time. Bye! Bye!